Dude, yeah, that's that's what I was gonna tell you. So I've been in a bunch of bands that went nowhere. Okay. That was my life's goal until I met my wife. I was like, I think being a husband's a way better idea. I, no, I think the life's goal was to be in bands that went somewhere, not didn't go anywhere. Well, yeah, obviously. But um, I lived with one of my drummers for a while, for like six months, because I didn't want to live at my mom's house. <laughs> and uh, his dad was a heavy, heavy stoner. And after he figured out we were getting high. He would come in there like hmm, once every two or three days. Like, here you go, boys. And drop off a nugget like the size of a dime. And we'd be like, the first time we were like, what is this? He was like, I'll tell you later. And he just walked off. And I was like, I cracked it. I was like, well, it's obviously weed. Um, load it. So we smoked it. And later on, he comes back. He's like, how'd you guys like it? We we're like, he's like, so it was good, huh? We we're like, yeah. <laughs> and uh, he was like, that's white rhino. And it was every time, it was one of those, like, weeds that you just hear about. Like, Pineapple Express, uh, Granddaddy Perp, like, all the big names. I asked him one day, like, he was gone. Go with the movie of How High, you know, go with the the whole Maui Wowie and everything. Yes. I asked, uh, but his name was John. I was like, John, where did your dad get this shit? He was like, I don't know. I was like, how does he just bring his little nugs? Like, does he just keep it in his pocket or whatever? He was like... Well, I mean, he has a, a vaporizer he rides around with, but no. I was like, well, what do you, how do you know? He's like, because he keeps it in a safe in his bedroom. I was like, well, okay. He was like, you don't believe me? I was like, I mean, yeah. He was like, you don't believe me. Come on. And he went and unlocked the safe, and it was just like, it was the stoner's holy of holies. I felt like I was looking inside of the uh, Ark of the Covenant for stoners. It was just like... Row after row of these little neatly placed buds on one of those little, what would you say? That's about three, two foot tall? About 18 inches, yeah. Probably. Yeah. It's about that tall, about the same width. One of those big ass weird turny things on it that did the lock instead of like a fucking padlock or whatever. Mm-hmm. If I was ever going to rob somebody during the purge, I would go find that man and rob him of his safe. I don't want his money. I just want his weed. It's one of those you open up and you go, Law. Yes, it was like, and it was in his closet under, like, his, um, where you would think it is, under the hanging clothes. Mm. But it was just like, even when you open it, this light just shined in from the other room perfect. And, like, I don't know how high this man was when he put that in there, but goddamn, he did an artful job. <laughs> well, what you're describing sitting there, he was pretty stoned. <laughs> What about you guys? So I know you were a stoner and I know he was a stoner. I used to be. Uh, and then... Life. Life. Yeah. Kids. Yeah. That's about how it goes. Uh, first kid's mom came to me and told me she was pregnant. And I went, well, there went the party days and I put everything down. <laughs> a little more strife, but I did the same thing. It was more like I was given a choice. And I didn't feel like weed was the better. So... What about you, Jay? What made you quit? I think I've ever asked you that. Couldn't afford it. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> I mean, 
Kids in a family. <laughs> I've, I don't care. And, the, and the fact that we were living with my mother. Uh, yeah. I didn't really have that crutch. I got divorced and then moved home. And I wasn't a pothead yet. And then I went and lived with that bandmate. And that's where I found out about weed. And I came home and I was like, Mom, my best friend OD'd on heroin. I had to take him to the hospital. I'm not going back to that house except to get my shit and leave again. She goes, okay. You can come live here. I said, cool. I smoke weed, Mom. She was like, well, okay. At least you're not doing heroin. I was like, right, yeah. That's how I feel about it right now. She's like, smoking the shit out back. Don't bring it in my house. I was like, deal. I grew up knowing, learning how to make moonshine and homemade wine and stuff like that. So. I grew up in a family where it felt wrong to smell a beer. So. Wow. Don't get me wrong. My stepdad, my mom, and all their family people that were growing up, they all drank when they did their get-togethers and shit. But, like, I remember this very oppressive, you need to be on the straight and narrow thing. I don't remember with the threat or slightest thought of me smoking. <laughs> Getting random drug tests from my mother. Oh. Oh, no. The worst I ever had was she actually threatened to put me in rehab, whole nine yards, grounded me, took away everything. Over weed? Mm hmm. And uh, I had a 93 Corsica. Well, the center console, you, the way it was set up, you could slide it back, have the ashtray, slide it forward, slide both parts back, and the whole ashtray and everything would slide back like a little secret compartment. That's cool. Well, a buddy of mine, we had been smoking in the car, and he left uh, the bag with like two seeds back in that secret compartment. Tomorrow, next time you're in the car, you've got to get this shit out. Because my parents. Well, I didn't think nothing about it. About two days later, my mom goes, she had to borrow my car. No big deal. She's no way going to find it. Be damned if she didn't come home. What the fuck is this? Um, um, it's so and so. No, it's not. I found it in your car. Um, Wait, first of all, how did you find it? I went to empty the ashtray because I smoked a lot of cigarettes, and it was stuck to the fucking ashtray when I emptied it. <laughs> you're grounded. You're losing everything. You're taking a drug test, and if you fail that drug test for two weeks straight, your ass is going to rehab. Just do not know how weed works. Like you can smoke one half-ass joint. You can smoke one or two hits of a half-ass joint and fail a drug test for a couple of months. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> My mom was a nurse. Ooh. And she would bring home drug tests. She wouldn't threaten to ground me. She just wanted to know what I was up to. So, she drug tested me once when I lived in Troy. I was 16. And I peed in the cup. She did the test. She comes back in there and she goes, I have never seen a test light up everything on it positive. <laughs> what in the hell have you not done? I said, don't ask. <laughs> I got my teeth rattled that night. I imagine. It was funny, though. <laughs> Looking back. I was stoned. I didn't care. <laughs> <laughs> I've only done weed, acid twice, 
and shroom tea twice. That's it. I've only uh, used to make shroom tea and take it to school. <laughs> I've only like I don't know how to go about that. I guess I've popped a few pills here and there when I was a oh, when I was smoking weed. Oh, that's count pills. That's legal. Is that your amount? You know. Legal if it's subscribed to you. <laughs> I'm just saying. as direction. It's, it's a legal medication that you can get, even though it's not your prescription. It's not something the government has said, oh, you that's illegal. You can't do that. It is. I'm, funny you wasn't saying that when I was popping pills. Oh. Sorry, man. I didn't know what else to say. <laughs> that's not what I mean by it. I'm saying illegal government-wise. Anyway. Um... I think my one of choice were Xanax and codeine, maybe? Mm, wrong duration for me. Let's go up, not down. Oh, no. I like to go as down as I can go. Ooh. I like to be plastered to the floor if possible, but not with alcohol because I don't want to throw up and die. <laughs> oh, Alcohol and I are enemies. After that second time. So no moonshine? No, dude, I've never tasted it. I don't want to. That's just it. Like, I went through a little phase where I thought drinking might be fun for me. And within reason, I was right. But then I figured out that I don't really know when that when that ends, when that that very short that distance. That window of, of I'm good and I'm up is go. Yeah. Yeah. No, you can cuss, cuss all you want. But yeah, I never have figured out where that window of I'm good to fuck me just split somewhere about after a half drink. Doesn't take much. I'll never forget the time sitting at your granddaddy's that y'all gave me the water. <laughs> After the second glass, go get your own. Okay. <clears throat> what the fuck? Moonshine my granddad made, man, or he used to make before he passed away. Was it was smooth enough? It was if it was if it was chilled. Mm-hmm. It was so smooth. It didn't taste like water, but I mean, it was as smooth as drinking water. <laughs> it did not have that. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I knew it wasn't water. I knew it was something. Right? And got so I didn't drink one cup of it. Uh, I think it was your brother brought me another one. Yeah, I brought in there laughing. Yeah, and then I said, I want another one. Come get your own now. You done had two. It's my granddad said, you done had two glasses of it. Get up and go get your own. He stood <laughs> up and hit the floor. Yep. <clears throat> See, I should have known well before the two stories I'm about to tell you guys that I couldn't handle my alcohol. This is not the first time I got drunk and threw up. The second story will inform you as to why I know that. The first one is, I was working at a bar, not a bar, it's a fine dining restaurant, but it was like split in half with a bar on the other side, the same people owned, and you could walk from one to the other, like through the building, without like going through doorways or anything. And uh, one night I get off, and this guy that I was friends with, acquaintances, I don't know, work friends, was work friends, and uh, he was like, hey man, you want a beer? I was like, yeah, he was like, what do you drink? I was like... I just like a, you know, like a Bud Light or some Miller Light or just some chill shit because I got to drive home. He was like, yeah, I'm not paying for that. He was like, I'll pay for a uh, Snake Eater IPA, though. I was like, what the fuck is that? He goes, oh, that's from Birmingham. It's not that bad. I'm like, I guess. So I drank one. I was like, dude, this tastes like horse piss. This is awful. He goes, yeah, but how do you feel? I was like, pretty all right. He was like, just all right. All right, one more, one more, and then you can go. I was like. Yeah, okay. And drink one more. I'm like, all right. And I'm walking to the car. I'm like, whoop, whoop, I done fucked up. 
Maybe I'm gonna have to either sit in my car or get high and then drive home. I'm gonna get high and drive home. Then I'll be good. I'll be I'll be stable all the way. Not how that works. Nope. And, <laughs> nope. I was, and then I smoked. I was like, oh no, because I smoked a blunt, like a blunt blunt. And I was like, oh no. <laughs> so I took the longest possible route home because I lived directly in the middle of the city. Like in Pell City, I lived right across from where Kmart was. In that neighborhood right there. Like, I had to drive through everything to get home. So I took the damn road and all this other crazy shit. This, like, hour way home. Instead of the 15 minute ride home that I should have taken. And proceeded to do nothing but smoke more weed. Because I was bored. Because you were on an hour trip instead of going directly home and being done with the drive. Yeah. So... Uh, Let's actually, say Candace knows this story. Alcohol makes you make bad decisions. Yeah, like piss poor decisions. Um, if I'm out of reason, if I manage to stay within a reasonable amount, I'm fine. But yeah. Uh, so what gave it away was I got about where I used to work, which was Papa John's, and I pulled up and nobody was there. I was like, all right, cool, nobody's here. I'm gonna. Just sit here for a minute. Because I was starting to feel like I was going to throw up. And I did. I opened my door, threw up all over the ground. I was like, hmm, not my problem. I shut the door. I was like, mm, okay. I'm going to go home now. I got, hmm, from Papa John's to my house was about five minutes. In that five minutes, I didn't keep my head in that car at all. And when I got home, I was like, my best friend was living with me. And I was like, <laughs> threw open the door. I was like, Benny, come here. And he comes in there, he's like, dude, what is wrong with you? I was like, I am fucked up. I need to go to the bathroom. He's like, okay. So I got to the bathroom. He comes in, he goes, dude, did you kill somebody? Did you hit someone? What is all over your car? I was like, I don't know, vomit. He was like, yeah, but there's blood all over it too. I was like, uh-uh. And I forgot and passed out. Next morning I get up, there was blood and vomit all over my car. Apparently I threw up so hard I threw up blood. That was the first time I was like, hmm. I'm not sure about this anymore. And the second time I was still dating Candace because we were fucking around dating at that time. And then we started actually dating and living together. And uh, one of her friends came over and he, big, big guy, like three, four hundred pounds. And apparently, this is what she tells me, said I thought I could keep up with him. I remember it as I was having a good time and just kept taking swigs out of the bottle. But uh, I don't remember much of that night other than waking up in the bathroom with a whole loaf of bread that was covered in water. (laughs) And this is how I know that I should have known before either of those times. She called my best friend Tim and said, Tim, what do I do? He goes, she was like freaking out because I was just passed the fuck out and she couldn't wake me up. He was like, what's he doing? She's like throwing up and asleep and he won't get up and he... It didn't sound like he's breathing right. She was like, he was like, is he breathing? She was like, yeah. He was like, mm, he's fine. He's going to wake up eventually and want bread and water. Just go put it in there and leave him alone. Give him a pillow. He'll get, he'll hit his head on the floor if you don't. And she was like, okay. I woke up and she was like, oh my God, I feel like death. <coughs> I remember downing a liter of 151 with me and a buddy. I was 17. I might have been 18. A liter of anything's not good. Do you remember Mad Dog? Oh. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Mad Dog. Hell yeah. 
my bandmates where I lived with that guy. Mad Dog Thunderbird. Mad... Just come on, man. No. They wanted to throw a Mad Dog party, and I had never heard of Mad Dog. Oh. Yeah, we had a Mad Dog party, but I didn't like the way it tasted, so I didn't get drunk. But I watched everyone else get drunk and throw up everywhere. That was nice. <laughs> well, it's like watching all the frat boys get after the damn Jaeger. I'm like, Jaeger goes in other stuff. You don't drink Jaeger straight. Mm-hmm. It's just nasty. <sighs> like drinking freaking cough syrup. No, you drink Jaeger with... Red with Bull. other things. Red Bull. Red Bull, or... If you're desperate, a monster. That works. Or in a great. mixed drink, like when I say mixed, I don't mean something fruity. I mean, uh, liquid cocaine has Jaeger in it. Ooh, it's, no a, it's a shot. And <laughs> due to the mixture of the different liquors, mm-hmm. it has a very unique buzz. Hmm. It's interesting. Kind of like my drink of choice. I go out to the bar, and if I want to throw shots, that's what I'm going to order. And I'm going to order it for everybody around me. <laughs> never had one. You haven't been to the bar with me a lot. I've heard of it, never had one. Three of those, and you will be done. You might drink six of them. I was just going to say, challenge fucking accepted. I said, I don't know much about Tiffany's drinking, but I hear she can put them away. Oh, it doesn't matter. She can put them away. Just the way you feel off of those is a lot different than just shooting back, you know, the same thing the whole night drinking, you know, whiskey. Okay, whatever. I mean, I'll go whiskey with you all night long. I drank almost a half a fifth of Jaeger yesterday. I can't do whiskey. That's on top of a half a gallon of vodka and God knows what the fuck else. You don't have good sense. Obviously, look what I hang out with. Well, I mean, I'm I see what you're married to. to. Right. <laughs> I resemble that. Yeah. And I really hope that you more than resemble it. <laughs> resemble meaning I am. Oh no, I get the I get the connotation of it. But I hope that you more than resemble it. <laughs> Usually when somebody says I resent that, you resemble that. I just say I resemble that when it comes to that. <laughs> Alright. Alright. You guys ready to get the actual thing on the way? Sorry, I'm